You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Philly Sports Jabronis, I'm Joe Dareth, Rob Sr., and Carlos Slave. Hello, ladies. As we uh, continue to navigate podcasting during a pandemic and uh, trying to come up with topics to podcast about during a pandemic, uh, Carlos, I think it was about two weeks ago, sent us an interesting text. Um, uh, Mike, by the way, is uh, he, he may join us later, Some, but uh, family things, his, his, his grandpa's not feeling too well, so... Uh, Best wishes out to Mike and his grandpa and his family, and uh, he may join us later, but um, if not, we'll talk to him soon. But um, I think it was about two weeks ago, maybe three max, uh, Carlos, which tends to happen after we, it was actually after we podcast, Carlos, you know, it seems like one of us finds something online soon after we podcast that we go, oh, this would have, this would have made a great conversation 15, 20 minutes ago. Um, and so Carlos had found this list, this ranking um, we know that uh, everyone, uh, you know, who has the ability, the ability or the time to to release rankings. I mean, rankings are just all over the place now. It seems like they were all over the place before, but they certainly are now. Well, uh, there's a there, rankings was was released, and we don't know exactly by who it was shared a lot and retweeted and stuff like that. So Carlos grabbed it off Twitter, um, but it's sports ranked by difficulty in this list's opinion, and it it goes from one, which I'm guessing is what they consider to be. The, the the most challenging to uh, yes to to, to sixty, uh, and we'll we'll get to the actual rankings themselves. Not to necessarily say we'll go through all sixty, but um, we'll, we'll we'll turn to those rankings in a little bit. But it got us thinking: what what do we think is the um, the most difficult sport? Uh, I guess you know whether it be from a professional standpoint or a recreational standpoint. We all uh, have played recreationally uh, to various uh, in various sports, but um, so it got us talking and texting about what do we think is the most challenging sport and then what are some of the more challenging things within a sport and we kind of uh put hit the pause button on a little bit to have some authenticity during the podcast but um here we are and uh, we're going to talk about what we think is the most difficult uh sports to engage in and the most difficult uh aspects of of sports in general uh at a time where it's it's kind of difficult just to get sports back you know, into, 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 uh, into our lives. Um, as we've seen over the course of the past week or two, uh, leagues that are continuing, continuously trying to make strides to get towards actu- uh, returning to seasons, uh, as in the NBA and the NHL, or seasons off the ground, uh, like the MLB, the uh, um, NFL, and college sports of all kinds. Uh, it's becoming more and more challenging. It seems the closer and closer that we get to what we're supposed to be start dates, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit later as well. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to, to you guys. I, I know I, I kind of have a habit to, uh, share my opinion first, but, um, I think let's, uh, let's go to, to, to you guys first, just so that, uh, if we end up having some similar thoughts that, uh, it's, it's not addressed right now. Let's, uh, let's see what you guys think, Rob and, uh, and, uh, and Carlos, and I'll chime in after you guys are done. I guess let's start with, let's start with, what do you say? What, what is the most difficult you know, quote unquote sport. I, I, I won't get into too much detail yet because I want to let other people make their arguments. 
I'll just say that for me, golf. And I'll leave it at that. I'll let somebody else give their opinion. And then if we all agree or disagree, we can get into that. Um, I think we're going to, well, I'm going to agree with you with golf. I think the thing for this one is it's going to get split into the most difficult sport and the most difficult thing to do in a sport. Um, I, for me, hands down, I mean, I've done 18 holes once in my life and it wasn't pretty. Um, just, just to have to sit there and hit that little white ball, a decent ways, hit a straight, play through rough, play through whatever hazards may be the case. Uh, just to do anything consistently in that realm is hard for anyone that is not damn near a pro. So I'm right here with you. I, I would be with you with golf. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I actually kicked it out to you guys first because I, I do think, at least in, you know, in my experience, in terms of things that I've actually participated in, it is. It's, it's golf. I mean, I'm I'm a ter I'm a terrible terrible golfer. I consider myself a pretty good athlete in the in the general sense, the general human being sense. Uh, I am awful at golf. Just it, awful. I um and if, you know, for me personally, I. Grade school, middle school, high school, I used to be able to, to drive a ball really well. I went to the driving range pretty regularly, and uh, I, I could drive a ball. Um, Burhome Park, outside of Northeast, right outside of Northeast Philadelphia, or it actually might be in the confines of Northeast. I think it is in the confines. Anyhow, um, they had, um, you know, markers, like I guess most driving ranges do. And uh, you know, I could drive the ball, I guess, 100, whatever, 100, 150, 200, uh, anyhow, um, I, could, I could drive a ball. And then the more I got into softball as I went through uh, high school and college years, I don't know, I, I just somehow lost my golf swing. And I've only actually participated in going to a, a golf course with, with friends four or five times. And uh, I've, I've turned into just being a, uh, a, a kind of hang, hanging out or – by the third or fourth hole. Like I just, hold, I hold up the game way too long. Um, so yeah, so golf actually is, you know, we all, we all got the same, but um, so to, to give this conversation a new spin off the top of my head, I, I can always remember saying that I think that especially from professional sports goes, I think the hardest thing to do without trying to think about it too much is um, stopping a puck stopping a puck in it, you know, as an NHL goalie that, I mean, I know a lot of it is reaction time and, and stuff like that, but from a personal standpoint, if I try to put myself in the shoes or, you know, in the skates of the, of, of the athlete, I feel like being, you know, being on the ice and you're, you're just, you're kind of vulnerable. And I don't know, for whatever reason, like I said, I, I don't have too much thought behind it, but, but hit, stopping a puck in the you know, I, I feel like is, is a really challenging thing, even though there's, you know, reaction time. That, that has a lot to say for it. Um, if we're doing within a sport, then I'm going to go with hitting a baseball. Just sitting there and trying to figure out, be a spin, what type of pitch it is, gauge the speed, gauge the location, gauge whether or not it's a ball strike, and then put a bat on it coming at like 100 some miles an hour or it goes from 12 to 6, up, down, up, up, down, whatever. Um, there's just a lot of moving parts and a lot of variables there that would get my vote for that being the most difficult thing to do within a sport. 
you know, I'm going to go with something similar but different. Um, I'm going to say returning a serve in tennis. And it might be because of the lack of familiarity of the sport of tennis to me as opposed to baseball and the fact that I'm just I'm, I was never very good at baseball so hitting a fastball curveball change up you name it was not something I could do very well but um, you know the way that tennis balls bounce between one ball and another just watching people play that sport at a high level and you 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 go to one of these U.S. Open matches up in New York as I did for a lot of years and Back then, those guys were hitting 120, 125. I think they're well into the 130s these days, some of them. Um, I, I don't know how it's done, and in a lot of cases, it's not done. You see them get well into double-figure aces per match. I would say returning returning a serve in tennis would probably be their number one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they're they're both great ones, and I, you know, I can um, comment on both. So, uh, as far as returning a serve in tennis, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a that's a really good example of of a really hard thing to do uh, in a sport that is that is that is difficult in and of itself. And it's funny that I think, um, and I, I've played a little bit of tennis, um, probably about as much as I've played golf when you really break it down. And uh, I think I think golf comes to mind for came to mind for me sooner as what is more difficult because I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't quite enjoy golf, right? Like tennis is very, very difficult, but when I've played it, I've, I've enjoyed it. Like, even though I've, I've done mostly terribly. Um, but I, but I think it's, but I have fun while doing it. So I kind of, I feel like you, you think of it more in, in terms of it's, of it's, of it's fun, then it's, then it's difficult when it is, but yeah, actually returning a serve and even, you know, just offering a serve. Uh, and I actually had, you know, while undergrad at Penn State, one of the uh, one of the PE requirements that I fulfilled was was for tent was with tennis, and uh, it I remember it being tough just just learning how to serve and then and then being on the uh, you know re return side of that you know you know when in a class kind of atmosphere you're you're at the mercy of someone actually being able to serve it to you, but yeah and I could see like you know where that when someone is really, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how fast, you know, the, the, the average serve is, but I bet you it's comparable to, you know, to, to the fastest fastballs that you see um, in, in the major leagues, um, if not faster. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's definitely a good one. And so Carlos, to your, to your point about hitting a baseball, I, tend to agree that that is very challenging. It's, and you know, that's where I feel like the difference for me um, between, you know, hitting a fastball and playing goalie is, you know, with, with in baseball, hitting a bat, you know, with a bat, with a, going, trying to hit a baseball, you have a bat in your hand. Like you're, you're, I feel like you're less vulnerable, even though some pitchers can, can make clown shows out of people. But that's kind of where I feel like I've, erred on the side of stopping a hockey puck I feel like you're you're more vulnerable as a goalie than you are as a baseball player you know swing swinging a bat up up at the plate but you know splitting hairs for sure I mean I think they're all they're all good examples but that's just where kind of my mindset goes when trying to decide between stopping a puck and hitting a hitting a hitting a baseball I mean when we talk about difficulty if you incorporate you know physical danger or peril or something like that into it then yeah I, I i totally agree with you i mean i could sit there and try to return serves from um 
from Djokovic all day. And I'd probably be fine physically. I'd look stupid, but I'd walk away from it fine. Uh, trying to stop Alex Ovechkin's slap shot, on the other hand, I'm not so confident about that. Um, so I, I think when you talk about difficulty, if you put a degree of uh, personal peril or danger in there as well, yeah, that's that's where it swings the tide to stopping the slap shot or, you know, taking a right cross from, uh, who is it, Deontay Wilder now? Yeah. Um, that definitely swings the tide when you think about that. I mean, I'm not going to argue that at all. Uh, I, I understand the whole Pearl thing, but it's not like a Randy Johnson fastball to the dome is actually tickles either. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I, I just trust most of those guys to make that pitch go over the corner. Uh, we, spoke about, we spoke about a guy last week that you should never trust to make that pitch go over a corner. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know who you're talking about. Now, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 that's my only argument I have for that one there. I mean, depending on who you have up there on a, uh, up there on a hill. Um, I'll, I'll take could, my at bat against Verlander and not a, not a role as Chapman, I think. From a pure oh, I'm not please, even getting in a box against Chapman. Forget that. Yeah, I'm, from, a please, from a pure please don't hit me standpoint, I think I feel better with uh, – with a Verlander, with a Pedro Martinez, than I do with a Mitch Williams or an Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, that that would that would be crucking the uh, All Star game all over again. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but but I mean, with the, I guess that pushes it more to my tennis thing, and it's interesting with what Joe said. Also, um, you know, you think about these sports, and if you were to meet someone who had never seen a sport in their life. And you had to explain a sport to them in a way that they'd understand it. Tennis or golf would probably be one of your first two choices. You hit the ball back and forth over the net. You hit the little ball into the hole. It sounds so simple, yet it is so difficult. Imagine trying to explain football to somebody who had never seen it before. It would take you a while. You could do it, but it would take you a while. I feel like you could get, get a pretty solid grasp of tennis within minutes. Yet I find it very difficult. That's true. Well, I guess you know the, the the tennis scoring is kind of obscene, but uh, yeah, that's a little confusing. But yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I don't think I had quite thought of it that way. And uh, for anyone for anyone who may be uh, viewing this on Facebook, listening to this on Facebook, uh, Philly Sports Jabronis, we are podcasting via Zoom, uh, feeding into Facebook Live. I'm Joe Darrow with Rob Senior and Carlos Slade. We are uh, discussing. A, a ranking system that we, or, you know, a rankings list that we uh, recently came across. Carlos pulled off of Twitter and, and shared with the group, and we've been uh, talking about it through text for, for a couple of weeks and about, about podcasting, and now here we are. About the, uh, the rankings is the most difficult of sports, and they actually ranked 60 sports uh, or 60 sport-ish type things. And uh, we're going to go down the rankings here in a little bit, but um, we've been talking about what we think are uh, in our opinions, the most difficult sports and some some things within sports that are of particular difficulty. And we kind of, we, we across the board agree that, that golf is, is the most difficult. Um, and then uh, within sports, Carlos talked about hitting a baseball. Uh, Rob talked about returning a serve in tennis. And I talked about um, stopping a puck in, in ice hockey. And uh, we've been going on from there. But yeah, so Rob, your latest point, 
about, you know, if, if you were to describe to somebody who, who didn't know what these sports were about them, that it, it feels like golf and tennis would be pretty easy to describe on, on how you play and, and football would be pretty challenging. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, you, you kind of just, uh, <laughs> I feel like you almost, in a, you know, um, unintentionally threw a bone to, to, to referees who have to actually, you know, referee these, these sports and, you know, football in and of itself. It's true. I mean, you think about the, the rule book in football and, uh, and, it's, and it's pretty nuts to think about, you know, when you think about it, going, going out and grabbing a football and going out and, you know, throwing the football around, catching the football, running with the football, tackling people with the football, that sounds easy enough. But the, you know, the true, the true gist of, you know, the, the rule book for, for that sport is, is, uh, is unbelievable. Um, yeah. I'm sure there are things I'm not thinking of, but with the help of that, uh, what do they call it? That eye in the sky technology. I feel like any one of us could go out and competently officiate a tennis match tonight. Mm-hmm. Maybe not between Federer and, um, and um, Nadal, but you know, a tennis match. Whereas if you take somebody who doesn't really follow football there are rules there that are going to trip you up left and right constantly. Um, yet these sports that to explain them is so simple. They're some of the hard, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to ruin what's number one on this list, but once again, it falls under the category of, well, this is something I understand. I, 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 I can tell what's going on here. You know, rules are, fairly straightforward but again I, I don't know if I could last five minutes in that sport yeah and we'll, we'll get to the we'll get to the list real soon here but you know, one thing I wanted to to point out about just something that I appreciate about a particular sport that um that uh you know kind of doesn't get talked about I think a whole lot but you know because really how, how many times do you, do you talk about just the, the the generic value or you know generic um difficulty of of sports, but I, I appreciate basketball in the sense that I feel like it's it's the easiest sport to, that you can just that you can play by yourself and and enjoy, right? And I think there, you know there, there's what other sports can you really say that about? Like where you can where you can come close to like playing the game by, by yourself. I mean, I guess you know golf would obviously be be another example of that, but I don't know how fun that is. But you know, you can do, anyone can go out grab a basketball shoot and shoot around and, you know, work on their game or just kind of get lost in playing basketball by yourself. And, you know, not many sports can, can replicate that. And I just, that was something I've kind of always appreciated um, about basketball. Something that, you know, that brings to mind is, and I love basketball and I'm, I'm, I'm fairly good in certain aspects of the game, but one thing that I do not have is, is, a, is, is a left hand. I'm, I'm so, I'm so right-hand dominant. That it's that it's prevented me from really playing at, at very competitive levels consistently, for, you know, from a rec standpoint. So I, you know, so so that would be an example of you know through my own deficiencies, two-handed dribbling, you know, at at a high pace in a, in a highly competitive game of basketball is something that I am just can't do. I my my left hand, I I cannot two-hand dribble. Um, so I I rely on. Uh, hanging around the three-point line, or just you know, getting you know, trying to get open to to, to shoot, and uh, and I feel like I, I I rebound pretty well for my my weight and height, but um, you know, facilitating an offense and uh, being able to get to the rim 
you know, on my own is just something I can't do because my I am so right hand dominant. So just you know, playing with two hands in a basketball game is something that uh, that I can really ap uh, appreciate when I see it from from others. You know, that, you know generally you know, at a rec level. Well, with basketball, I think that one actually becomes part of a third possible topic for later on in life, uh, which sport might have the best athletes. Um, mm -hmm. And I believe that one's up there on the list. Like you said, there's a whole bunch of things that you can go out and do on your own. But to the level that some of, not some of, basically all the NBA players or collegiate players or high school players, depending on what you do, uh, to their level, uh, that, that's a whole entire different topic. And you can teach people how to dribble, shoot, whatever, and they'll eventually hit their ceiling as far as what they're capable of doing consistently, but you're not going to teach a five foot two guy to sit there and dunk a basketball. <laughs> right. Or, or, or post up a seven foot guy or whatever the case might be. So there's, there's physical limitations there that are God, basically, or whatever deity you want to sit there and pray to. It, they, they bless you with certain gifts that allow you to sit there and, you know, prosper in that sport. Uh, that's kind of where basketball sets itself apart. Good people, good basketball players from just the normal everyday Joes. Um, I think if you can work on, like, for instance, bowling. I used to bowl a lot. Uh, I went from being really, really bad to actually halfway decent bowler. Uh, having and that was a 300 game yet, but my high is a 298. So that goes to show you that, you know, there's some things you can work at and you can get better. Um, and there's some things you can work as hard as you want to. And, and that other person is going to be way better than you regardless of what you do. And it may not be because of lack of effort or whatever. It's genetics. So here's a question off of that. And this is one of the things I always found frustrating with golf. Like bowling, it's just you. 10 pins and a lane, right? Nobody's right. trying, nobody's obstructing your view of those pins or guarding those pins. Golf is the same way. It's just you, a bag of clubs, and that little ball sitting there talking. Uh, there's more to it than golf, though, because then you got when you at the, uh, I mean, there's a little bit to it for bowling, too. So for bowling, it's different oil patterns in the lane that can sit there and change up how you have to sit there and approach it, what ball to use, et cetera. You have the whole pressure aspect if you're someone that's bowling for money on TV or in leagues or something of that sort. Uh, with golf, just the nature system plays a part there. It could be raining. It could be windy. Um, the degrees could either be soft or firm, depending on what the weather did the night before or what it's doing that day. Um, so those are all things that play a part in, you know, exactly what you're doing for that particular day, whether it be on a, in a bowling alley or in a golf course. Um, so even I mean, in its most primary form, yes, it's just you, the ball, the hole, or you, the ball, the pins. But there are things in between that can sit there and mess up that utopia of you being able to perfect that particular endeavor. That makes sense. It does. I think, um, so maybe the way I'll put it is, you can't look comparatively good in either of those sports. And here's what I mean. If the three of us go out and we start shooting hoops, odds are we're all going to make a few baskets. 
Did I say you two were shit, so maybe not, but go ahead. Well, I'll, set, I'll set you up with one. <laughs> um, no, but if we're running around in the backyard, I can send you deep and throw you a touchdown pass, just like Patrick Mahomes does to Tyreek Hill. If we're out on a roller hockey rink or on skates, if, if we went to get some ice, we can shoot some pucks into the net, just like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. If we are on a baseball field and I throw you a pitch, chances are you can hit one for a base hit, just like Mike Trout. But if we're on a golf course, I'm still hitting that damn thing into the trees two out of every three times. I can't look good by comparison. I can score a touchdown if I'm playing football with people of my skill level. I can make a free throw, period. I can make a free throw. Um, I might be able to strike out a hitter of my same skill level. In golf, I just, I stink. It doesn't matter if I'm playing with Tiger Woods or if I'm playing with Joe and Carlos. I stink at the sport. I'm going to get a lousy score. I cannot look good at it. Right. That's, that kind of get. I, I think that gets to the heart. In golf in particular, and I think, you know, bowling is, would be a good comparison for this, is, you know, with golf, you're not, I mean, yeah, there's other golfers and there's a scoreboard but you're not really, you're not going against an opponent, right? You, 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 it's just you. It's how, it's how you perform, even within the elements, you know, with the rain, with the wind. You're just, you're accountable to you, and it's not a, it's not a game or a sport where you can capitalize. Well, you can, but to not the same degree, you can't capitalize on, on, on someone else's mistakes. Like, you know, in football, X, Y, or Z player or team as a whole could be having a bad day, but one capitalization on a mistake can result in a, in a game, in a, in a game turning event. You know what I mean? And again, that can happen in golf and it does, um, you know, bowling, you know, you're, you're, it's a mental thing. You're, you're, you're in your head. Your biggest, your biggest challenge is, is within your own head, right. In, in certain, in certain games, golf is one bowling certainly would be another one. Um, and uh, that's just something that I think to more, let's say fast paced, you know, competitive sports is, is not, is not quite as the same issue. Like you can't, you know, it's, you, and you can, you know, from the mental aspect, yeah, I mean, you're mentally in your, you know, in your head for any, for any sport and you can mentally, uh, you know, intimidate or kind of to some degree overpower an opponent, you know, in some regard, but you kind of, you lose that when it comes to golf, when it comes to things like, like bowling. Um, yeah. Professionals are going to make us look silly in any sport. Well, yeah. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm playing an Arrowhead Stadium with a bunch of people of my skill level, I can score a touchdown. Ditto for making a free throw at the Wells Fargo Center or um, scoring a goal at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, if you put me on Augusta National, I don't care who's there, Tiger Woods or you guys, I- I'm not going to shoot par or under par. Right. It's just going to happen. Right, and three, you know, three terrible golfers can go out and golf. Some of them have fun. I don't, that, that's the other thing. I can't have fun if I suck. <laughs> well, I, it's funny. I've, I've actually got some pretty good golf stories where I've said, you know what, I, you know, to some, to some degree it's a relief, right? Like, I know I'm terrible, and, and I'm fine with it. I'm st- I still want to go out and have a good time. We're going to have a couple beverages, and I'm only going to play a couple holes. And I'm going to have a good time. But the, the thing that with golf that can be, and I, you know, I've, played, I've played in foursomes and I've kind of just played where, you know, and a foursome is a cool thing because even if you just, if you can remotely advance the ball, 
who can be part of a foursome and, and have a good time and, and, and play all 18 holes. And even if you're, you know, uh, you know if, you're, if, you're, if you're playing a best ball tournament, you, your, your ball might not ever count, but you could still be on a team that wins because they're just, you're just playing the best ball with, with that, uh, you know, with that group. Um, but what happens with golf and what, what, ha what has, ha has happened with me is if you legitimately try to play, even though you stink, you can you start impeding on the progress of not only your teammates, but the people waiting behind you. And so that's where it, it, it can, you got that in your head. And not that I, I, I've gone and, and been frustrated over that, but that's where I've that's why I've gone and not tried to play more than a couple holes because I don't want my horrible golf playing to, to become a, a you know a negative distraction for for others like that, but I've gone golfing and like worn a uh, a sarcastically appropriate golf outfit let's say uh you know just really loud obnoxious clothing um I've gone I've gone to a golf course with just the driver you know everyone's rolling around with their golf bags I went with just the driver and uh, yeah, I've had to be real careful there because you can you can ruin greens, uh, you know, taking taking a driver around with you. But but I but I but I've done that. Uh, I've gone I've gone to a I've gone to a golf outings with no golf balls, going into the pro shop and just really whatever loose money I had I've had in my pocket bought golf balls and said when these golf balls are done so am I. Um, so I've had I've had fun with golf in that regard, but I am just awful at it. I've, the last couple times that I've gone out, I've actually relied more on using like the wedges um, and uh, hit, you know, just trying to, to play balls out of like the, you know, the, the deep grass, you know, the, the high grass or stuff like that. Things that are just where you kind of like just try to pop the ball up out of a, out of an area as opposed to trying to drive it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. <laughs> It's interesting though with what Carlos said about starting out as a bowler and he sucked and now he's damn near hitting perfect games, rolling perfect games, I should say. Um, the mastery of skills factor with golf. I mean, there, there are a few guys on the tour from what I know who look like they could play a number of sports pretty well. But I mean, there are also a number of guys I watch and I'm not blown away by their athleticism whatsoever. I think these are just people who, repetition 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 became you know world class at the game and you know hats off to them because that i i can't i can't imagine the frustration of trying to master a sport like that you know because like i said you can't even be good by comparison mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if we go play basketball one of us is going to score the most points if we go play golf, though, none of us might hit the ball in the hole in ten tries. It, right, it's, right, right. It's it's got to be frustrating. You know, with bowling, I guess Carlos, you know, a lot of it comes down to being able to, um, you know, put that spin on the ball, right? Uh, yeah, no, it depends on your style. Um, some people are down and in bowlers. Some people are big hookers, per se. Um, giggity. Yeah, you're and... not. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of different elements to it. Um, particularly when you go in the league play and things like that, you have people watching you. Like one of the most interesting feelings in the world is if you're a far approaching a 300 game, at least in the league I was in, you have a whole bunch of people sitting right behind you just watching 
you as you get closer and closer to that thing. Uh, pressure mounts. Uh, the heart the heart beats a little bit faster and a little bit harder. Uh, things of that sort. Your muscle memory all of a sudden to break down. Those those are the things that occur in that type of situation. Um, even when you even if you're just by yourself. You get to that point, and like it's, it's, it's mental thing. Uh, you get to that point, you know you're close. You know you like you've never done it. I'm thinking it's one of those things where once you hit the first time, then it becomes a lot easier to do. But that first time, just trying to get through that mental block of knowing knowing you're there, and you have to sit there and just continue to do your same repetitive motion, and you know, hope hope that the fans are kind. You don't get like a seven ten split or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, they, uh, it's frustrating. It, it, it really is. It's not frustrating as it's not as frustrating as golf because, I mean, I'm not trying to compare it to golf. It, hands down, is the one thing like Rob said that I can sit there and do from here until I go room temperature, and I'm not going to get any better. At it. I've never been good at it. I like way way back. I was able to do a decent job at a driving range with the driver. Um, that's about it. Uh, I still never understood the whole thing with good athletes being golfers, but apparently that is a thing just as far as fluidity and um, I guess the ability to do the whole muscle memory thing and sort of teach yourself consistency with everything. But that is, that's just a no-go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think with the, you know, it's like you can kind of, you can compensate. You know, if you're a professional athlete, just raw strength, you know, I think generally speaking can, can mask deficiencies in something like, like that. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're much more likely to be able to just, you know, even you know, it's the thing like people who like, I used the analogy earlier that I think part of the reason that I don't swing a golf club well is because I play, I play a lot of softball. I mean, we'll think about a major league baseball player that they're literally their whole life is playing baseball and some of these people can really golf. So that kind of just buries my theory you know, I'm just, I'm just, just not good at it for any reason. And it's in my head at, 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 to some degree. Um, I know that when I go up there, I'm already thinking about how I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn the club head mid, mid swing. And I'm, so I'm already thinking about it before I've even done it. And then boom, the game like golf, it's, 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 it. it's over. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm done with it. But, um, but the, you know, for professional athletes, they can compensate more for deficiencies, I think, just because of their just natural athletic ability. But one, you know, the whole, pr and the, the whole practice thing, like, okay, like if you were, if you were to somehow say to me that you're going to bless me with the gift of money and I'm just, I'm not going to have to worry about, you know, earning a living and I'm going to be able to have 10 hours a day to go out and work on my golf game. And then I'm going to be a good golfer. I, I don't think so. Like, I just, you have to have a baseline natural good enough ability, I think in order for the practice thing to really, play out you know it's been it's funny like I um one of you guys said something earlier about the whole you know practice working on your game thing that made, that made me think of this um the whole like I've been in some like you know conversations debates you know that some of them have happened at bars so they get pretty um spirited let's say um but the whole like the whole practice like, I, I can remember being in a a pretty funny debate about like Shaquille O'Neal and his his foul shooting and you know, the, the, some have the theory that he was a horrible foul shooter because he just didn't practice enough at it. And if he would have practiced more at it, he would have be a better foul shooter. And I've, my retort is that, number one, his, his hands are just so big 
that him shooting in any capacity is is just you know unless he practices on how to have smaller hands he's just never going to be a good shooter in any capacity because his hand for just for just for starters his hands are so big and that's just you can't practice that enough like and then, you know, the comparison that I tried to use was, you know, it's like, tell, t- go tell Steph Curry that he has to practice at being a shot blocker, right? You know what I mean? It's like, if you're short, you're probably not going to be a very good shot blocker. And if you have, if you have hands that could, you know, that I think he's, you know, I don't, he's just, you know, he, he has a, he's palmed like a basketball with like three fingers or crazy stuff, whatever, but um, get a little off the rails, but he, uh, you know, you just, you, I don't think you can, there's some, sometimes you just can't practice enough to be to be good at it like you have to have a pretty significant baseline in order for practicing to be to take your game to a level that is improved you know is improved by practice like your baseline has to be pretty high yeah I I mean I, I guess what I think about with golf is just the love you have to have for that game mm-hmm. to get good at it I might have kind of made this point earlier, but the, the process of getting good at golf, uh, maybe it's fun if you really love the game. I, I know for me, I played a handful of times and I was just like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to play enough to ever get any good at this. Right. Um, and that's, that's something you can see in the people who do become good at it. Um, you know, if we were told that we could pick from any, I don't know, any NBA players and put together a touch football team, I'll bet all three of us would choose several of the same players. Mm. And if flip that the other way, you know, use NFL players for a pickup basketball game, we'd probably pick some of the same guys there. I have no idea what athlete I would pick to try to make a 20-foot putt for me from any of the four major sports. I, I remember hearing once that Tony Romo's pretty good at golf. Um, I think Steph Curry. Is Steph, Steph Curry too? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I can't, I can, I can look at a LeBron James and say, yeah, I could take you to pretty much any sport on the face of the earth and make you competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel feel the same way about Blake Griffin when he was healthy. Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russell, absolutely. Yeah, Allen Iverson was a guy like that. Michael Dick's a guy like that. Uh, Syndergaard, the pitcher from the Mets, is somebody I used to look at and be like, my God, that 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 guy could have been a hell of a quarterback in another life. Yeah, Mike Trout. Uh, yeah, I, these guys, you know, they have the kind of the build, the power, the speed, the whatever that translates just across the board. I don't think it would help them a damn bit in golf. Yeah, no, another thing that, you know, that, I, that comes to my mind when, when you take a deep dive into like the actual, you know, playing of, of sports and of games is, you know, one of the reasons that I really appreciate baseball is that baseball off the top of my head is the perfect combination of, um, you know, com- competitive sport, where, but you also, we are also trying to beat the game, right? Because some of these, some of these sports are, you know, they're, you're, you're trying to beat the game as opposed to trying to beat the player and got, you know, like golf, like you're, you're, you're more, you're playing the course and all, you know, and, and all that entails. I can't speak too long on that because I'm not a, you know, I'm not a knowledgeable enough golfer, but you're, you're trying to beat the course, you know, uh, it, it, it goes, you know, back to the mental aspect that I, that I mentioned earlier, where that's a big part of it. But at the same time, you're trying to beat the game, which is, I think one of the great things about baseball and that, that, that kind of gets lost in 
you know, not, not to bring up a sidebar conversation, but all of the debate that exists about how baseball needs to change and baseball this and baseball that. Like, you know, I think the great, one of the great things about baseball is not only are you competing against another team and other players, like you're, you're playing, to, you're competing against the game itself, the sport itself. And, you know, tough luck outs, you know, um, when you get into like saber metrics and you compare a player's batting average versus uh, batting average on balls in play where, you know, you, you, you can kind of start to calculate where someone had bad luck. You know, and a lot of a lot of people, I think, get caught in, you know, measuring players by these really specific and delicate metrics. Where a lot of times it's just the game, you know, the, the quote unquote game itself beat the player that day. When it comes, you know, when when you factor in, you know, things like you know that can bad luck specifically or or, or weather conditions, you know, um, but. Uh, yeah, it's something that I uh, I really just find is is an interesting thing about baseball that it's the game versus and the and the competition. Whereas a lot of these things that we're talking about, and we'll go you know go down this list here soon, where a lot of times the, the most challenging things bowling, golf. I shoot a lot of darts, um, which I'm not sure is on this list. I'm interested to see if it shows up on this list. Um, darts starts to get into the things where you know there's that whole conversation of what is a sport and what is not. But um, a lot of times when I think we start to get into the category of what people think is a sport and what people think is not, you're more so competing against the sport itself versus competing against another human being or human beings. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of like another interesting wrinkle to the whole thing. And I did have the, um, I want to take a look at that list now. Take a look at that list. All right, so and it's, and it's interesting that the first one that they have, and, and Rob, you, you alluded to this earlier in the sense that you didn't want to mention it, just you know, as a spoiler alert. But all right, so the first one that they – and we'll start – well, you want to start with one and work our way down, I guess. Um, yeah. They started with one as being the most difficult. Um, and it's, it's boxing, and to me it's like – I guess it, it all depends on what the conversation was, the impetus for this listing was, because it's like, yeah, I mean, boxing, if, if, if any of us climbed into a ring with a professional boxer, uh, it would probably end in, at, at, the, at the very best, surgery. Um, but two human beings can step outside and, and just box. Like, you don't, you don't have to put on boxing gloves. You don't have to put on – you don't have to put in a mouth guard. You don't have to put on protective gear. I mean, two people can box. So I wasn't quite sure as to where their, their, their thought process was as to what makes it difficult. But I'm just interested to hear what you guys think about, okay, boxing, number one, most difficult sport. I mean, I'm going to think I'm going to right. I mean I don't agree with it as the most difficult sport. I can guess as to why they may sit up there. It's, I mean it's kinda of hard to sit there and function if you're getting your bell rung repeatedly. Um but that being said, if they're going to go that route with it, then I would figure that MMA would be up there and MMA would be up there higher than boxing. So that's the only thing that kind of throws me off with boxing as number one. I don't necessarily agree with it. But if it's there, then why isn't MMA there also? So I had a couple thoughts as to why, and that the first one is kind of what you said. The I'm not going to try to play myself off as a guy who's been in a bunch of fights in my life, but I do know that it's an exhausting experience. Going toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody for any amount of time, you get tired quickly. Your concentration wanes. There are a lot of distractions. Also, what did Mike Tyson say? Say it again. Pain, you get punched in the mouth. 
Right, right. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's what you said, you know, trying to do all those things with the cardiovascular, the endurance, mm-hmm. after your bell rung once or twice, it's a little different than running a marathon, right? Um, the other thought I had, and I, I don't know whether this holds up because I think you could say this about a lot of sports, but you could take a pretty tough guy. And if you put him out there with someone who has even a moderate degree of training, and this goes for boxing, MMA, and you make them fight by the rules, the, the, the lightly trained person is going to take the tough guy apart more often than not. And I think that might have something to do with it. I have no doubt this sport takes a ton of endurance, ton of toughness, ton of uh, bravery, the peril factor that we talked about earlier. So um, never, ever could I take boxing out of the top ten, but I was surprised it was number one. Yeah, and uh, um, at number two, I'll throw, I'll throw a couple out here at a time. At number, number two, they had ice hockey. Number three, they had football. And number four, they had basketball. Um, you know, Carl, it's a point that you brought up earlier about, about the, um, just the athletic ability, endurance. I, you know, the four major sports, you know, basketball, and I've had conversations about people like, you know, what's, what's, more, what's tougher, basketball or, or, or hockey? Or, you know, I think more so the conversation is who's tougher, basketball players or, or hockey players? And, I mean, look, ho- hockey players have justifiably, uh, you know, a reputation for just being the, the toughest type of humans on earth. Um, but to me, running up and down a court, banging around and all the endurance that that takes and, you know, the length of your, you know, quote unquote shift, um, I could see where that is, you know, I, I kind of feel like basketball is, you know, takes more endurance and is, and, and, and is, a t- is, is just a tougher thing to grind through. Um, but that being said, I, I, I can't ice skate at all. So it's like, I can't even accomplish ice skating. So it's like, you know, the ice skating takes you know, is a big factor in this, I'm sure. But I think if you're a good skater, um, you know, playing on, playing on ice is not necessarily um, as tough as playing on, on, a, on a basketball court, even though we're talking about on, you know, solid ice. You know, the, 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 the basketball court is not, a, uh, is not a soft, cushiony surface either. But, um, but, yeah, so they had ice hockey, football, basketball, two, three, four. I mean, when we're talking <laughs> tough, are we talking – just far as the ability to maintain consistency going back and forth, up and down the court or up and down the ice, however you want to state it, or are we talking about taking hits of some sort? Because I have no problem putting hockey as a tougher sport per man if it comes to physicality. I have no problem with that, that one at all. So what I mean, what what parameter are we using here? I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling that they, you know, looking at this boxing at number one. I have a feeling that they're physical. now that they're thinking it's it's a physical thing, like um, being able to take, you know, withstand pain, punishment, and just kind of keep going. Is what. Well, this for that one, then I want to understand why basketball would be at number four. I mean, they they didn't do a really good job of explaining their criteria for making these rankings. But if it's on toughness, then there, there are sports underneath basketball that uh, I'd much rather not do. Okay, number seven, for example? Uh, what's this? Is it number seven, mixed martial arts? Uh, six cool? and yes. Yeah, okay. so they went after. I'm not in a rush to wrestle. So, um, I'm not in a rush to do rugby. 
yeah, there, there's, there's, there's definitely things that could um, cause longer term complications than playing basketball. I, I, I mean, I can ice skate. I'm nothing special athletically. I've played ice hockey. I, I, I kind of think they did this on the basis of doing it at its highest level. Well, yeah. Okay. Because the kind of hockey that I played was, you know, once you get out of school, checking's not even allowed. You know, men's leagues or what have you, they don't even allow checking because, well, obvious reasons. Um, it's a bunch of guys of anywhere from below average to above average athleticism. None of them ever got anywhere close to the pros, that's for sure. Skating up and down the rink, some are better at some things than others. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've played basketball, both on organized teams and recreationally, in similar fashion. Football, same thing. I, I would never have sat there when I was playing hockey and said, this is the toughest sport I've played, me, let, let alone number right. two entire world of sports <laughs> you can you can take some hits definitely you can um but I, I would think this has to be at its highest level because even in high school hockey where they could hit the 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 coordination and the power and skating ability you need to really rock someone with a body check like the way we're thinking most kids aren't developing that at 15, 16 years old. At least, at least not in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, they weren't. Yeah. Yeah, and they, um, you know, they're, they're the top of their ranking says, you know, by difficulty, which is still, you know, very, you know, still kind of loosely right. defined. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it seems like they're, they're, they're looking at this as, you know, playing at the highest level. Uh, you know, and what is just most difficult, from a, from a, mostly from a physical standpoint. The top, rounding out the top five was wrestling, which is, you know, really, it's kind of, you know, yeah. but it's, you know, it's like, I feel like it's a little loosey-goosey there, but, but they specifically said ice hockey, right? You know, so it's like, okay, they didn't say street hockey, they didn't say deck hockey, they said ice hockey, but when it comes to wrestling, they said wrestling in top five. So it's like, I, I'm guessing that they don't mean... Uh, you know, the WWE, you know, I, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm guessing that they do mean pro wrestling, not, you know, not wrestling that we know it as, you know, at the uh, high school and collegiate level. Um, martial arts was six, tennis was seven, gymnastics eight, which again, it's like, you know, there's so many things within gymnastics, though, that are very, very difficult. Um, and again, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, take a stomp on this list or anything like that. I mean, they, they created a list for, for you know, to start conversation and, and they accomplish that. But, you know, it just goes to show you that gymnastics, you can't really put gymnastics in its own, in its own category, I don't think, for purposes of a conversation like this. Um, interesting enough, they have nine as being baseball slash softball, which this must be where the drugs started to kick in. Um, because I just don't – like, what? I just – I don't – I don't, you know, I just – your thoughts on, you know, number nine being baseball slash softball. The only thing I could come up with for that one is when they say softball, softball, they're referring to pitch. Uh, it's about the only thing. Because outside of that, then now I can drink a beer and swing a bit sometimes at the same time and hit the ball. It may not go far, but I can make contact. Um, I can go in against um, maybe a female pitch or whatever, the underhand stuff, 
and there's a good chance I'm making contact. Oh, so yeah. I'm thinking that's what they're doing with baseball slash softball versus just the they softball. Sh- you know what the uh, the soft talks. They should. Well, no, again, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm not poo-pooing on softball at all. And I play in some pretty competitive leagues that doesn't even scratch the surface of, uh, you know, Olympic softball and, and, and collegiate softball and everything else. But I, I, I feel like they, they should have given softball its own ranking. Like, you know what I mean? If they're, if they're not going to give it, they shouldn't be lumping it in with baseball. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a challenging sport that is, that is not, by and large, nowhere near hodgepodge softball of, of recreational back in the day like I just feel like they just were like they mailed it in on this one without they should have given softball its own its own field some its own ranking number somewhere I try to make it work so with two daughters who play competitive softball at you know the ones in college and the others in eighth grade um I'm going to tell you that the rivalry friendly normally, but of what, what's harder, baseball or softball, is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Well, our ball's big, our ball's smaller, so it's harder to hit. Yeah, but your pitcher's further away, so it's not coming as fast. Right. And so on and so forth. Um, all of that said, um, I, I really wish they had laid out their criteria because. It, that's just all over the place to me. Yeah. I mean, re- wrestling, if, if we are to assume they're talking about the stuff we see in high school, you know, the, 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 the big 10 wrestling, let's say, uh, and not, you know, Bray Wyatt jumping off the top rope to hit Goldberg with an elbow, <laughs> how that's not as hard as ice hockey or basketball is beyond me. Right, just beyond me. Like yeah. the amount of time those guys put in in the gym in high school, and in college, it outweighed what the hockey players did. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um. So I'm not. I'm not sure what their criteria are here, and I know we're coming up on my sport soon, lacrosse. <laughs> and um, I, I just, I, I personally found lacrosse to be more physically demanding than ice hockey and i get it you got to learn how to ice skate and i'm not brushing that aside i'm not but if if we're just talking about physicality yeah i'm not i'm not sure what they were going for on some of these yeah and it's you know it's interesting you know it's i i'm not sure if you if you came to me and said you know you you've got a chance to win x amount of money if and you got to pick one you got it you got to go against who's considered to be the hardest throwing softball pitcher or the hardest throwing major league baseball pitcher. I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I think off my gut, I think I would go for the major leagues because I feel like just generally speaking, I would have a better chance of luckily timing my swing on an overhand pitch than trying to time that windmill. Cause I mean, they, they, they bring it. And I, you know, you got to start thinking about that, the windmill and the release point and all that. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like I'm, I might, um, might opt for the, you know, for the major league, you know, pitcher in that scenario. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's no, there's no, I mean, the, 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 the way they hum it is unbelievable. So like hitting that softball and just, play, you know, pitch, you know, and being able to pitch windmill style like that is something that I've always um, been impressed with. And they just, yeah, I feel like they, they should have given, 
it its own number. And, you know, to some extent, you know, any list that, you know, you're going to be sliding someone or someone somewhere. I mean, you have to make a decision on, on lists like this, which is why they can become so cumbersome. But I, but I think at the, at the very, at the very least, you deserve to friggin' break up baseball and softball. Like, like that I'll just... sum up the, I'll, I'll sum up the pro and the con for softball, at least the version my kids play. Um, the most challenging thing about it for, I would think for a baseball player is that the pitches move on a different plane. There's a lot more verticality than there is in baseball. Uh, drop balls and rise balls are more of a thing than, you know, side to side movement with curveballs. Um, there's a, there's a YouTube clip out there that I know I've been shown many times. Uh, it's Pujol striking out, trying to hit a softball against Jenny Finch. And when I say striking out, the man didn't have seen it. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, that, that's the argument for it. It's obviously a specific skill set that even the best hitter of this era, you know, couldn't master on his first try. Um, at the same time, I have seen my daughters play four or five, maybe in one case it was even six games of softball in a day. Let's, uh, let's not pretend any football player is going to try to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, boxing four bouts in one day. Uh, maybe, maybe that happens at the Olympics. I'm not really sure, but those are three round fights. Um, so, you know, and that, that's an argument against golf too. It's hard right. mentally. And it's hard to master, but you could play as many holes as daylight allows you to. Right, right. Well, I mean, the other part with golf uh, is it sort of depends on which game plans. Some people have you have to walk it for the pros, right? Mm -hmm. and, and as a recreational, you you got that nice little fun cart that makes life happy and has beer in the back. Um, so that's. Does that, that become that, a factor? What's this? Does that become a factor in bowling at all? Does that ball feel heavier after two or three games or not really? Yeah, it does. Um, okay. Depending on if you do, um, especially if you're in a tournament where you have to roll about nine, 12 games. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely becomes a okay. factor. Uh, you, you feel every, every single pound of the 16 pounds at some point. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Okay. To um to go you know, to keep, to get to get us to where you know, so Rob you mentioned lacrosse that's that's like that's fourteen on the list so to get to where we are now to lacrosse so um at uh, at ten they have soccer at eleven they have skiing alpine alpine skiing that's um, crazy that is that's absolutely crazy <laughs> twelve water polo thirteen rugby fourteen lacrosse and just real quickly here um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna debate that I where where I think they have soccer I'm not even sure um. I'm not even sure if I disagree with it, just generally speaking. I think soccer in general kind of gets overlooked for how, for how difficult of, of, a, of a sport it is and how good of a game it is. I mean, soccer is physically really tough. I guess I, I, guess I, would, I would say it should be, it should be higher, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying who, who I think should get bumped or anything like that. Um, skiing, skiing is something that I, I have never attempted. And it's funny, like I've been in conversations where I feel like I'm just, I'm at a point where I'm too old to try skiing. Like, if you're going to try skiing for the first time, it, it can't be after age 40. Hey, Jeff. Um, I'm, I'm a black man. So, let, let, let's, let's start with that skiing. Um, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sliding down any hills on popsicle sticks to save my life. And I, you guys are around the same age as me. I, I just remember the agony of defeat. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Anyone that understands that rappers will understand why I want no parts of being on a couple of popsicle sticks going down a hill. <laughs> and that's this is this is the one this is the one discussion that I think I've ever had in my life where I find myself downplaying the sports that I played. <laughs> or, okay, okay, the ones that I was decent or good at. Um, like the fact that lacrosse is only two spots below skiing. The worst thing that ever happened in a lacrosse game was I think I like tripped over some guy's ankle and you know bumped bruised up my shoulder. It wasn't exactly the agony of the feet. I'll tell you that much. Um, like ice hockey, nine spots above skiing. Skating wasn't easy to learn, but my God, I, I would I, I would rather go out there and do it again tomorrow than even think about putting on a pair of skis. Right. I. I yeah, this is this. What's interesting about this conversation is it's making me honestly evaluate the sports I did play because I, I just I just don't know. I yeah. I, and, and from that aspect, like lacrosse was always a game that when I when I first was exposed to lacrosse, it was it was actually for you know for real, like for really exposed. I mean, like I knew what lacrosse was, but I wasn't exposed to it for real until uh, after I graduated college and was covering sports for um for a newspaper and lacrosse is the the one game in particular where i go damn i wish i wish i would have been exposed to it earlier because i think i would have gotten into it and i think i could have been pretty good at it i think i would have had a lot of fun with it like that's like lacrosse looks like just like a fun game to play just you know on top of being you know being a, a tough game for sure but that's that's what always comes to my mind for lacrosse I, you know, they've, they've got rugby ranked right above, you know, water polo at 12. This is, this is a head scratcher for me. Um, you know, someone who covered high school sports uh, for a newspaper and I'm Rob, and I know you've, 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 you've covered sports and you, and you still do. Um, I, I don't know where they're going with, with water polo here. Cause if I believe you, you don't actually swim during water polo, right? So, cause if you okay. had to swim, I think it would be number one because you have to survive first. Um, so your, your feet can't touch the bottom of the pool though. Oh, they can't. Oh, all right. I still corrected. Then that's yeah. okay. Then that's tough. And I'm again, you know, like what the hell are they bobbing the whole time? Like I didn't go. I didn't see people in swimmings. Treading like, water, 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 water or whatever. Fine, but it's endurance. Oh wow! All right, it's crazy. Those, those, all right, those, those guys are in ridiculous shape. Yeah, um, good shape for sure. I mean, the thing about lacrosse is, you know, I've heard people call it hockey on grass, or they call it, you know soccer with high scoring or anything like that the truth is it it, it honestly from a play standpoint it probably resembles basketball more than anything else but lacrosse has rules where the offense and the defense can't cross midfield too many players from one team on one side of the field is considered offsides so you're not playing all 120 yards of the field okay Mm-hmm. Um, I was an attackman. We we were pretty much we weren't restricted, but we pretty much played in the final third of the field. So you're taking a beating out there, but I, I knew some guys who maybe weren't the most cardiovascularly impressive athletes, who were pretty damn productive lacrosse players because you you, you get long periods of rest. There is not. There's not the endurance factor with soccer. It's more of a you're running hard for a short amount of time. Right. Unless you're a midfielder. Those guys are 
those guys are warriors. They get all my they get all the credit from me. <laughs> um, lacrosse goalies, that's another job for the mentally insane. <laughs> um, but they had a choice when they were young. Yeah. The hell with them. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's I mean you're really you're you're you're, you're talking about you know you're vulnerable there as well. Um, fifteen rodeo steer res- wrestling. Okay, <laughs> that's fifteen. Can you see me shrugging? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it is, world, I'll, never know. I'll, I'll give them this. I mean, they wear dungarees. You know, that's that that can't be pleasant in any way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> track and field, the pole vault. Okay, that's that's survival mode a little bit. Um, now, that, that, that was 16. Uh, they've got field hockey at 17, which I'm going to take a little bit of an issue with. with you know, and I, I feel like I'm fair and respectful to, to every sport, even things that people don't call sports. I'm not, I'm not going down the road of where I don't call field hockey a sport, not at all. Hello, ladies. But my experience in field hockey, and, I, and you know, I, I've probably only covered 10 to 20 games, but – I mean, I remember field hockey being a game where the, the ball is advanced up the field mostly by referees calling infractions and the ball going up the field until you get in the box. And then once you get in the box, you, you see a little bit of action. Um, I, I, can't, I can't wrap my head around how they have field hockey here unless they're just talking about the fact that that stick that you, that you carry with you, it looks like you just robbed, the, you, know, the, you know, Mr. Peanut, um, is just is a hard thing to make contact with on a ball, which – goes to show as to why the, you know, so much of the game is the refs advancing things up the field because there's just no way human beings are going to swing those sticks and get a ball up and down the field, at least from, from, from the experiences that I've, the, the games that I've seen. I can't it's kind, of, it's kind of like lacrosse turned upside down because instead of holding the ball and a stick up here, they're advancing it on the ground night. I can appreciate the back and the hamstring strength that that must take. Um, but like you, it was always hard for me to understand the game because there seemed to be so many whistles and interruptions. Mm-hmm. And that, in that way, to me, it's similar to uh, women's lacrosse, which is, listen, that's the real version of the sport. Let's not, let's not blur that line. The men's version is an adapted version of what real lacrosse was. What right. the girls play, what the, what the ladies play, that is lacrosse, okay? However, the difference between the two sports at this point, probably light baseball and softball should have dictated separate rankings because I think the challenges mm-hmm. each are very different. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Um, all right, so that brings us – that was 17, so uh... – I'll start going down the list here a little more. I'll, I'll give pause. So if you guys want to comment on anything, anything in particular, if anecdotally or just otherwise, if anything strikes strikes you as I go down here, um, and then we'll see how close we can get. You know, the, bear in mind, you know, the list was sixty. So um, before we start to jump to the end, let's see how how much we can move through. Eighteen speed skating. Nineteen figure skating. Twenty cycling, specifically for distance. That has noted 21 volleyball, 22 racquetball slash squash, 23 surfing, 24 fencing, 25 skiing freestyle. We had alpine earlier. Now we have freestyle skiing. You, you can put it in whatever form you want. I ain't doing it. 
Snow Hill popsicle sticks. Carlos says no. No, nah, that's a hard pass. <laughs> Team handball. I'm not entirely sure I can envision that in my mind. This is an awesome sport. This sport is awesome to watch on TV. I wish someone in this country had started a team for it when I was a kid. Um, it kind of looks like lacrosse without the sticks, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's probably appropriately ranked. I don't – nothing about it strikes me as, holy God, how are they able to do that? Oh, yeah, and, it's, and again, like, it's, it's to my own ignorance for sure, but when I, just hearing term ha- ha- team handball and not – you know, I've heard of it, but I, I can't – I honestly can't picture it in my head. And I can remember being a kid, you know, in Philly, and it's like, you know, anything that you could put ball after was a game. You know, we played step ball. You know, that was – people went out, you went out in front of someone's front steps outside, and you threw a ball against the wall, and you had to field it. You know, we played wire ball. We played wall ball. You know, I mean, these are things that I've played and I've never, I can't picture. Hands. The surface, the surface is probably slightly bigger than a basketball court. Okay. There are, I think, six players to a side, one goalie, and five, you know, field players, and um, it's what it, it is what it says. They pass the ball among themselves in a basketball fashion, so you can take two, maybe three steps without dribbling or passing. Yeah. Um. It it, it it's if you love basketball and lacrosse and you kind of want to marry the two together, that's what this is. And those are two of my three favorite sports. Mm -hmm. So while I can't sit here and tell you the names of any players, I definitely make a point to watch this whenever the Olympics come around. And that's, you know, we're going to get to something soon where, um, where I'm kind of the same way. Um, So that was, again, that was 26, 27 cycling sprints yeah for the record i you know i think riding a bike like that at any great distance is just uh is is kind of it's kind of it's kind of nuts um but uh 28 bobsledding slash luge which i chalk up more as a survival than sport but i I think that dispels the theory that this was all about physical toughness or danger yeah i can't imagine anything more dangerous than well (laughs) Well, I don't know because at number twenty nine we have ski jumping. Carlos, you're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> now you don't have to just go down the hill. You gotta, you gotta launch yourself. Well, and I think the only ski jumper I know in my life is Goofy. <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean, I can picture this. Yeah, I. I the, the fact that. Uh, let, let me think about how to say this because I definitely do not want to say it's easy. The fact that it looks the way it does, yet I can't sit here and say, remember that one that went so badly? Right. Makes me think that <laughs> once you've done it and you've gotten to the point where you've made the Olympics, which is the only place I see this. You know, I don't see guys going out on a Sunday afternoon to ski. <laughs> Makes me think that it might not be as difficult as it looks once you've mastered it. Yeah. I, I, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Because I did not want that to sound like this is easy. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, it, 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 it conjures up to me survival. It's like, who, who are the best ski jumpers in the world? The guys who are, you know, the guys and the gals who are still alive to talk about it. So here's yeah. a question. 
how do they rank, how do they score that sport? Is it whoever jumps the furthest? Do you have to jump artistically? I, no, I literally it's the don't. It's the furthest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thirty is badminton. It's, it's a it's a it's a game I love. Uh, that's I, I actually I love I love to play badminton. Um, it's like my it's probably my favorite like backyard game. If you're separating backyard games from, you know, I, I consider badminton a sport. I'm not saying that, but like if you brush aside the four majors, you know, all like the real major sports. Like I love playing like I love playing badminton. It's 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 great. Um, they have it at thirty. And I'll watch, I'll watch Olympic badminton. I mean, even it really is, it's kind of like you're just, you're watching repetitively. People just, you know, you know, get the birdie back and forth, shuttlecock, whatever you want to call it. But um, it's not very exciting, but I, I love to play. I, it's not exciting to watch, but I, lo I love to play badminton, like backyard badminton. For, with people who like really like to play it, like people who like get intense about it. Like it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's basically, you know, tennis um, without having to, you know, serve a ball 80, 80 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour, whatever. But yeah, I give, I give a shout out for bat, to badminton for sure at number 30. 31 skiing, Nordic. How many frig, I didn't know there was this many skiings. Um, 32 auto racing. Okay, we can, we can definitely eliminate the whole danger thing. <laughs> because if auto racing is below badminton. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it's unbelievable. Track and field, the high jump is at 33. Not easy, but not not so daunting that it can't be done. I mean, at the highest level, you still have to be genetically blessed. Uh, um, there's, there's a little bit of coordination to it, just depending on your style, whether or not you want to go false very flop or if you want to go, I forget what it's called. It's like you, you jump up and you actually sort of like sit over the bar. So think of the way that like Aaron Gordon used to, uh, one of his dunks where he went over the uh, mascot right it looked like he was literally sitting as he was dunking that's the other way you can sit there and get over a bar um again not, not the easiest thing in the world to do but it's it's something that you you can, you can learn and you can accomplish it's just you're not going to be able to accomplish at the high level of an olympian so so here's the issue i'm starting to get into with this list Anything that can be remotely compared to what Aaron Gordon did on that dunk <laughs> is harder than badminton. The end. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bad, it's, that's, bad, that's, that's, they must be badminton. Yeah. Someone on the someone on the uh, panel must have been a badminton player. I, I, um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of losing it there. <laughs> Interestingly enough, at number 34, it's, it's so at 33 again was the high jump. At 34 was track and field the long the long and they're they're lumping the long and triple jumps. Which I one thing I can say is I had a really tough time with this in the Nintendo game of track and field. If anyone's ever played that, I mean, you, you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was actually a long jumper. Um, difficult to do now. There's there's some. I mean, there's some nuances to it. You have to have your steps down. You want to try to get as much of that board as possible. Uh, obviously, definitely the triple jump is more taxing and. There's, there's, there's a certain rhythm to it that you have to sit there and get going in order to hit that last one and be able to explode properly. Uh, but again, it can be taught. Not to an Olympic level, but it can be taught. It's not one of those things where you look at it and say, God, I can't do that. You just look at it and say, I'm not going to be able to do it well, but I can do it. 
Right. Yeah. I think that that would be an example. Yeah. Like if you practice enough, if you have a, if your your baseline doesn't have to be like super high, but if you have a, if you have a good enough baseline and you practice at it, you can, you can um, start to make headway there. Uh, 35 diving. And this is, this is where I think they started, you know, at some point they were, they, they started to lose their imagination a little bit because 35 is diving, but 36 is swimming. Yeah. They're mailing it in. Yeah. Uh, 37 skateboarding, which I don't know. I mean, if you're talking about X, X games type of thing, I, I probably got to think, I think, I think badminton is going to give a bit bitter taste in your mouth on this one. Too. <laughs> you know what? I never, I never got on it skateboarding in any serious way myself. Um, because of the whole hockey thing, it was mostly rollerblading, if anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, the stuff that I've seen on X games, yeah, it looks a little more challenging than badminton. I expect it. That was 37. 38 track and field sprints, which that's, I feel like. I'm faster than you at the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, 39 rowing. Very, very tough to, 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 to be row. You, yeah. you got you to I mean, you work. I mean, the toughest part is probably just work, working out. Like, if you work that, out, you can row, then there you go. That's like wrestling to me. Yeah. yeah. Rodeo makes another appearance at 40. Calf, calf roping. I mean, this is just to me. This is like running of the bulls on your ass. Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> it could be the hardest thing in the world. I would never know. <laughs> Forty-one track and field distance running. I'm faster than you. The end. <laughs> Forty-two. Okay, and and I, I didn't go through this list with a with a fine tooth comb. Here you go. Uh, here's the thing with track and field. How do you go through this and not have like a calf on the list? Are these all elements of the decathlon? I, I don't I don't know how they would Yeah, work. so I, I forget what they all are, but it involves running, jumping, shooting, throwing. Yeah, I get they, that I to me would be a better a better one to put on this list than sit there and splitting the whole track and field aspect of the talent to what we have three or four categories now. Well yeah, I'm several. Um those guys dancing. Dave, who they did the whole marketing campaign around when we were kids. Yep. They they were decathletes, right? Yes. Okay, so they both ended up busting in the Olympics, but I remember the whole when thing. They make that, it. Right, and the other one busted, didn't do so well either. But I remember the whole marketing campaign was world's greatest athlete to be settled in Barcelona. I, I'm, I'm not saying Nike's the preeminent authority on this, but right. th there you go. Nobody ever said the NBA title was to declare the world's greatest athlete. So I would have to think that if you grouped the decathlon into one event, it would have been much higher on this list. Yeah, yeah, it would have had to have been. Um, but, yeah, interesting that Maybe they – not as high as badminton. But high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was 41. 42. Back to, we're back to the rodeo. Oh, my God. Rodeo. Bull, bareback, and bronc riding, <laughs> which uh, I don't know. I, you know, I gotta wonder which which room in the house they were putting this list together. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving along. Yes, let's. Um, we're back to track and field for forty three track track and field middle distance. I don't. That's hard. Bareback. <laughs> oh my god go ahead go ahead 
I guess we, we could <laughs> – hey, swimming's coming up again soon. We could probably tie Bear back to that too. Um, uh, weightlifting at 44. Swimming – so I guess I, – I, I don't know if I specified earlier, but then when they mentioned swimming earlier, that was for uh, distance, whereas now they're at 45. They're talking about swimming at, for, for sprint. 46, water skiing. 47, table tennis. Uh, wolf. I feel bad for anything ranked below this on the <laughs> list. And, you know, a, 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 something that we talked about quite frequently has not been mentioned yet. Um, yeah, exactly. I see yeah. it too. And that's where it's all going to fall apart. I mean, hungry, hungry hippos. Like, that was pretty tough. Um, track and field weights. We're back to track and field. Um which is, you know, I don't know. Tra there's no track. There's no field. I guess, is there a field? I guess there is a field in weightlifting. Yeah, there's a field. You have your field game. So you have, you have like, your javelins, your uh, your discus, your shot put. Uh, long jump would be considered field. Triple jump would be considered field. Uh, I forget what else is there. But those, those are your field events. That actually be a good trivia question. You know, what, what does not belong for a field event and just have and just have weights and then boom. I believe it's basically well, anything kind of running. Number 49, canoeing and kayaking. Number 50, horse racing. Um, where I guess, you know, they, they kind of should have, they could, should, for purposes of this list, they should call it jockeying, right? Unless we're just uh, um, going. <laughs> Hard for the horses. <laughs> uh, gambling, right? Horse, horse race gambling. Hey. Oh, gosh. That's, that's definitely higher than 50. That's 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 definitely more of a sport than table tennis. Is. Table tennis is, I think, gambling. Well, uh, at the early part of COVID, eh, not so much. <laughs> All right, here we are. Fifty-one, golf. Oh man, I'm at a loss for what their criteria is. Yeah. Are, um, wait a minute, because it gets better at number fifty-two. Yeah. Cheerleading. I mean, if badminton's a sport, if auto racing's a sport, they compete. Yeah, it, I'm fine with water skill. I, 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 I've heard the arguments that cheerleading is not a sport, but uh, and I'm fine with it, I guess. But then neither are a whole lot of other things we've talked about. Yeah, no, I'm fine with call. I'm, I'm okay with calling it a sport. Ah. Uh... I just, I don't know. I'm, there are certainly things that are not on this list, right? I mean, this is a pretty, this is a deep list. This is 60 long and there are sort but there are still going to be things that are not on it. I don't know that they had to find, I don't know that they had to squeeze in cheerleading. Although, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to quibble with it too much. I mean, it, it's, it's not easy. Um, and, you know, so much of it is not like, you know, you, you think cheerleading, you think people in their, in their, in their driveway with pom-poms and it's really, you know, there's, there's much more to it than that. Um, 53 roller skating. Now, I don't know, like, I mean, are there roller skating leagues that I don't know about? Like, I mean, I've roller skated before. Roller, uh, what do you call it? Roller, roller skating as a, as a, as an, like as an entity, like, I don't know what it is. Like, what is it? Is it like, are you judged on how well you high five the people hanging around the rinks? Like, like, what, how do you, like, what is the? Can you go, can you go backwards while they play Diamond Girls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, like it's specific. It's gotta be a specific. <laughs> it's gotta be a specific song. 
and that pretty much that pretty much nailed it. Oh my god. <laughs> Then it kicks down to pour some sugar on me. That's okay. so, definitely a definitely a Bon Jovi. You know the rink you go to, they don't play a mile. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 now there's a conversation. <laughs> oh my God, equestrian at fifty four, uh, fifty five archery, fifty six curling, fifty seven bowling. <laughs> I mean, I consider it a hobby. I don't. I, I mean, you get paid for it, so I mean, I appreciate that. I just took it up as a hobby, and it happened to be something I enjoyed. Um, outside of maybe tournament play, I don't really consider it like a fiddly task at all. Uh, it's more repetition and hitting spots. So if you're an accurate person, it's just like darts or anything else that would be sort of a our league type thing. Mm -hmm. eh. I'm not going to sit there and get outraged with it being that low on the list. Uh, there's other things higher on the list that I would consider hobbies too. So, yeah, I mean, it's good that it made, that made the list. And, you know, I think just from weeks, what we talked about, you know, the challenges that exist in it, justifiably so, that it be on the list. Um, 58 shooting. 59 is, is it shooting. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty hard to shoot a basketball, uh, pretty hard to shoot a hockey puck, but they just have about drive bys. <laughs> uh, 59 billiards. So we get into like, you know, the bar games there. Um, and rounding it out, it's, it's interesting. I guess, you know, typical for what this list is, the fact that they had it on the list, but then had it as essentially what is the easiest is fishing. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Like, I'm going to debate it in the sense that I don't think it's easy at all. Like, I feel like if you were going to, if you were going to go to the depths of, of, of fishing for your, for your definition of sports, and I'm not, I'm not chastising fishing in any way, shape, or form, but if you were going to go to the depth, if your field was that, you know, deep that fishing is included, I don't know how they have it as essentially the easiest thing on the list. Uh, no way. So I guess they've defined sports as anything you can do in a <laughs> competitive manner. Paper? What's it? Did you get paid for or no? I, I suppose if you caught the biggest fish, you could win something. I don't know. I mean, I know there's TV shows like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you, you definitely win money fishing. I, I, like you guys said, and I agree with you, I don't know that the criteria, the lack of criteria definitely kills this. Ugh. I'm also surprised at the same time that they didn't delineate between, you know, they didn't specify fly fishing, you know, rainbow trout, marlin. <laughs> they lumped If you caught a big enough fish, I assume bringing it in could be a demanding task. Well, yeah, well, like I said, I'm not, I'm not totally poo-pooing it. Like, I mean, for me, challenge number one would be not getting seasick. I, I, you know, I get motion sickness. So it's like, okay, you, you got to be on the boat. You know, I guess, I guess docked, right? I don't know who the hell knows. Like maybe people are, you know, just buzzing down the water fishing and throwing their line in. But you got, yeah, I mean, you got to, you can't get seasick. And then, yeah, like dropping, I, I, I can't fish. 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I, a couple times that I've tried to fish, I was glad just to get the line into the water. Like you had, inf you basically have infinite water, and somehow I've struggled to get the line into the water. Um, yeah, it's just interesting, nonetheless, that that fishing is here and is in and of itself, and it's considered the easiest thing uh, on the list. Which is why when I first looked at it, I was like, "Wait a minute, are they starting at? Is one the hardest, or is?" Or is 60 the hardest? I would think for 95 plus percent of people, fishing is a recreational activity. The people I know who fish do it mainly for fun to the point that theoretically you could go all day, not catch anything, and still consider yourself to have had a good time. <laughs> and, you know, from that perspective, yeah, fine, rank at 60th. Um, I'm just sitting here hung up on the fact that badminton is like 25 spots higher than golf and some things like that. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we actually made it through the whole list, which I think is pretty impressive. Um, but yes, yeah, so there you go. We, uh, we covered, covered the whole list. I think we did a pretty good job of, uh, of discussing, you know, the, the so a lot of intricacies of these individual sports that we mentioned even before the list and just, you know, things with, you know, uh, the sports as a whole and just the nuances within certain sports. Um, and, you know, one thing that we kind of before the podcast talked about possibly, you know, parlaying this with was, is talking about like individual you know, achievements in sports that are, you know, going to be the toughest to, to, um, to surpass or to beat. And, you know, we, we figured out a way to save that for another, for another recording. But, um, but yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stop the uh, the Facebook live feed now, and uh, there goes that. But yeah, I think I think that was that was funny. Oh my gosh! It goes back to one thing: major sports. Please come back because just like our struggling with content, content. Yeah, <laughs> we miss yeah. you. Yeah, and that's actually I feel I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording now as well because I feel like that's a, that's about the most perfect way to to end that conversation for recording purposes as well. Yeah, sports, please please come back because we're talking about fishing for price sakes. Hurry, Pardon the pun. <laughs> you can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill ninety nine point nine percent of viruses and bacteria including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.